chance to chat with. What is going on, fellow chatters? Today on the show, I have Kevin Rempel, who is an author, speaker, Olympic medalist, and owner of Sledge Hockey Experience. It was a great chat, and I hope it's something that inspires all of you. But first, the coffee of the day is the cold foam cold brew from Starbucks. Definitely on your list if you want a big blast of caffeine or if you want something that's bolder, richer than iced coffee. And now here's my chat with Kevin. Thanks for sitting down with me, Kevin. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, Jay. How are you? Oh, perfect. Now, we met standing in line waiting to meet Gary Vanyerchuk, Gary V to others, someone who inspired inspired both of both of us but you are also someone who inspires others um what kind of ways do you like feel like you can inspire people <laughs> well i'll tell you the first thing about that is like it's not like i ever sought out in my life to try and do that i just have lived my life and by default it turned into something that has inspired others and I, on a speaking stage for example I just did one gig for free to help somebody out and then they asked me to do it again. And then now that's something I do more regularly. So I can tell you that I've never sought, I definitely never started out seeking to inspire people other than just live my life and share the story. But from over time, it seems that I apparently do that for people now. Now let's back it up a bit and let people know who you are. Um, You are, you are an author, um, speaker, Olympic athlete, you were a pro freestyle BMX rider. Um, now, reading your 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 book, it definitely there's a lot of ups and downs in your book. A lot of sort of fallbacks where you had to pick yourself up. Um, what was your, one of your biggest challenges that you've met? Well, how about maybe for the listeners, I'll just kind of give a background on the story to give them some context so they know. You know, like like you said, who I am and what I'm all about. Um, so, so basically, uh, today, like I, a lot of people know me as being a, a Paralympic medalist. So I, I played sledge hockey, which is the Paralympic sport where you play hockey sitting down, and uh, competed in Sochi in 2014 and earned a bronze medal in the Paralympics. And if you were to see me walking on the street, one of the first questions you'd ask me is like, "Why are you walking?" And if, or if you're walking, why are you in the Paralympics? Um, the reason why I got into sledge hockey is because 12 years ago, I was riding my dirt bike. I rode freestyle motocross and crashed and broke my back, pelvis, and ribs. So I was instantly paralyzed when I was 23. Um, fortunately, a little bit of luck, with a little bit of luck and a lot of hard work, I was walking and riding in a year. But the kicker is my dad was paralyzed four years before I was. We were deer hunting, building a tree stand when one of the branches my dad was standing on broke. So he fell two stories to the ground, broke his back. Mom had husband and son both in wheelchairs with spinal cord injuries within four years of each other. Um, So then during my one-year recovery, long story short, uh, depression was something my dad battled with, but also a serious gambling addiction. Uh, My mom left my dad, and seven weeks later, he took his own life. So in five years, I went from being 19 with a normal family to a massive roller coaster ride. Felt like doing the same, um, obviously didn't, um, never have injured myself, but I hit a pretty low point. Um, found sledge hockey, made Team Canada, and then 
I actually ended up getting cut from the team. I just like to tell the truth. I don't want to say like I was, I quit. Like I just, I was cut. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Retirement. Um, I didn't want to play much more anyway. Uh, self-published my autobiography and created what I run today full-time is the Sledge Hockey Experience, which is a corporate team building program designed to help bring the able-bodied population on the ice to experience a Paralympic sport and teach them values around diversity and inclusion. How do you find uh, the able-bodied people when they get into the sledge hockey, into the onto the ice in sledge hockey? How do you feel like they they react to it? So, uh, well, <laughs> most people feel like a fish out of water right away. <laughs> that's that's a pretty common element. Um, they're nervous, but you just tell them it's just like anything else. Like when you start riding a bicycle, you're nervous to begin. Um, you just start to figure it out, and then you you build along the way. Um, but that the way, same way that you or anybody else would get on the ice is literally exactly the same way how I started on the ice. Like a timid hockey player, got in a sled, skated as fast as I could, get to the other end of the ice. I don't know how to turn. And all of a sudden, bang, just slam into the end of the boards and <laughs> got to figure it out. But like, that's how you start. And that's where I fell in love with the sport. I think that's 30% of beard leaguers. Don't know how to stop <laughs> crashing into the boards. boards. <laughs> yeah. Now, with your sledge hockey experience, what else have you been able to do with it? Well, it, it's just given me a, it not only brought me a lot of experience, like um, living, living my dreams, getting paid to be an athlete, travel the world, sign autographs and stuff like that was really cool. But now, I mean, it gave me a platform, uh, some status, if you will, to like do something with it. And where a lot of athletes, I think, especially in the Paralympic world, let's say, um, kind of fade away because there's not that many opportunity for Paralympic for Paralympians. Um, I wanted to be, I significantly, I, I have so much drive to be somebody different to not only be an example of what people can do with their careers, because every, all the corporate world and so many people say, Oh, the Paralympians are more inspiring than the Olympic athletes. I'm like, well, why do we get like one tenth or one 20th or less of the exposure and attention and, sponsorships that the Olympic athletes do if we're so great. So instead of sitting there just being bitter about it forever, I wanted to actually do something about it for myself, but use my, my example as a way to pave, not only pave the way for others, but to help put other athletes on the map. So I'm leading by example, but now with the sledge experience, I'm building it as a model where I can actually bring other athletes into the dressing room and share their stories so I can help put them in front of eyeballs of corporate audiences to bridge the gap for them to get a sponsorship and whatever else they need to do. Well, for me, I know you are one of, you are actually probably the first uh, Olympic athlete that I met that have actually a medal on them. And so what, from what I've seen, from what I've seen you do online, what I've seen you do social media, and especially what, how you've seen you grow your business. It definitely inspires me. And with you, I mean, talking to you, you would never know where you've come from. It just seems like you have this sort of go for it attitude every day. For Yeah, I do. Like, <laughs> there's no other way. I mean, uh, I've been the blessings, like the all the stuff that's happened that would crush people are like the best things that have ever happened to me. I mean, that's why like a lot of people ask me to speak on resiliency. It's like your, your struggles are there to teach you a lesson. They help make you stronger for what's ahead of you in the future. And if you can't get through what's now, you'll never get through what's ahead of you. But 
you just have to keep facing each of those challenges every single day, step by step. And all of the tragedy that happened to me just taught me so many valuable lessons. Like my dad waited to live his life. He waited until retirement to do the things he wanted to do. So when that was taken from him, it just taught me it did not wait to do that. Like I just want to do the opposite. And it's like, what am I saving my money for? I mean, I'm not foolish with it, but I've came home from the Paralympics with a, a metal three houses, a brand new pickup truck, a Harley paid for in cash and 20 grand in the bank. And I was fucking miserable. So it's like, I don't need to get to a million. I don't need to get to 60 to, to learn that money isn't going to bring me the happiness. And I've got some healthy investments now that I've been using to leverage, helping fuel me to start this other business because starting a, a business from scratch around Paralympic sport is not only pretty fucking hard, it's never been done before. So I've sold my own stuff to pay myself a salary just to get this thing going. And now it's rolling, but those, these first two years especially were really hard. And so when I wake up every day, I wake up with fucking drive and passion because I'm like, what else am I going to do? Like, what's the alternative? I don't want to sacrifice my life living for somebody else on their terms when we all have an opportunity to make something of ourselves. So wake the fuck up and go do it. Like, yeah, well, yeah, for sure. I'm, Just, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, this is, this is where talking yeah. about the inspiration and motivation, like I get on this stuff and like, I can't help it. Like my body starts like cringing if I can't express myself that way. Cause I'm like, this is it. Like, I don't see any other way to live life. Like, Every one of us has a fucking opportunity to wake up and do something with ourselves. And you can sit there and whine and complain. And that's what my dad did. But as soon as you take on a victim mentality and a pessimistic and negative attitude about your situation, you start driving friends away. You become isolated. You become lonely. And it doesn't bring you anywhere. And you got to be the one to stand up and decide to not be a victim and actually be a victor in your situation. And you may not be responsible for what happened to you, but you're responsible for what you do about it. So wake the <laughs> fuck up and go after what you want in life is how, how I look at it. And I think that's where we hit it off standing in line. Like it's exactly why we were there. We were there because somebody sitting there going, just do it. Don't worry about what can or can't happen. Just go do it. Yeah. Yep. Now, now I know you've recently expanded your business. Uh, what does that allow you to do? Well, the sledge, so as a, to be completely blunt as an example, you know, me breaking into the speaking world further as a mental health speaker or inspirational speaker, whatever category you want to put me in, uh, is doable, but it's difficult because it's a saturated market. But there wasn't a lot of people helping focus on Paralympic sport or people with disabilities as much as I've seen an opportunity. So my new business allows me to tell my story and be myself, but in a completely new and unique way. And you may have read the book as a being in the same genre of like Gary V, like maybe heard of uh, Purple Cow by Seth Godin. Yeah. But his book on, you know, be remarkable. Like I 1000% believe the sledge hockey experience is a remarkable product. It's a remarkable experience. And I know that I've created something that other people can't help but talk about because nothing else out there exists like it. So to me, the sled, sport of sledge hockey and my life with a disability has given me an opportunity to to speak about and, and do something that I love that helps so many other people that need help as well in such a niche market. Oh yes, for sure. And, and I think it's, it's really great to see, you know, somebody outside of, you know, what we call the popular sports really want to push something that a lot of people could get, get into and get involved with. And as well, I mean, it is really just sort of, uh, 
media that really needs to get on board? One thing that I'll definitely like, you know, be the first to say when it comes to like corporate getting involved in sponsoring athletes and Paralympians and anybody for that matter, like I do get the other side as well. Like you have to bring value. I mean, Olympians get support and sponsorship because they have eyeballs on them. Like if you win a medal, especially like you have more eyeballs on you, there's more credibility and bragging rights and everything. So as a Paralympic athlete, yes, we have better stories, but we have to find a way to bring value to that corporate audience. And so we can do that through things like, Oh, I have X number of followers on social media. But if you don't have that, what other things can you do? Well, we can do speaking engagements. We could give them an experience in my case. Like I have recommended to a lot of athletes to like, I'll, same way that Gary V gives out his best ideas. I want to do the same thing. What somebody should do right now is go and duplicate what I'm doing in wheelchair basketball. They should do the same thing in Paralympic swimming and Paralympic skiing because there's a market out there that want to play those sports and experience it, but they got to bridge the gap. So if you're an athlete, so if you, so we want dollars from corporate, we want attention from them. We want their support. Cool. But what are you going to give them in return? You got to give them something of value so you got to go out there. If you don't have it already, you got to go out there and create it. And that's what I want other people to see is like, what can you create that doesn't exist in this world that is unique to you to build on your story of being an amazing person so you're not just waiting there as a of like, oh, I've overcome adversity. Well, guess what? A lot of other people have too. Bring something else to the table. Well, thanks very much, Kevin, for stopping by and having a little chat with me. I definitely love, love, love your intensity. It definitely picks everyone up and hopefully – this episode will pick people up to get them to go, go, go. Now, where can people find you on the internets? Uh, I tried to make it as simple as possible. Just at Kevin Rempel on Instagram, Twitter, KevinRempel.com, and PlaySledgeHockey.com is where you can find more on the corporate team building program. Yes, find Kevin online. You will not be disappointed. It's fun, especially watching, you know, especially last, you know, last month where you were, you know, moving your business up. It was definitely fun to watch. Yeah, man. It's, it's, uh, I tried to do the best I could, like Gary said, to document the journey. And I mean, we just took a massive step there and I just, that's it. Just want to inspire people that, uh, for all the crap that I've been through, if I've made it through all of it and made it to here that, uh, whatever you want to achieve in your life, there's a way to figure that out too. Well, thanks very much and have a good day. Cheers, buddy. I would like to thank Kevin Rempel for coming in, and thanks to you for tuning in. And you can contact me on Twitter, at Jason Perrier, P-E-R-R-I-E-R, and use the hashtag chance to chat with if you're someone who you want me to chat with. Until we chat again, I'm out.